Welcome to The Internship Show, where each week we explore the ins and outs of early talent programs at companies of all sizes across the globe. Early talent fuels businesses, from startups to the Fortune 500. We're here to provide the information you need to stay informed on all of the amazing opportunities that exist. I'm Parker Pell, and this week I spoke with Madison Patino from DoorDash. As a team of one, she wears many hats, but currently leads all recruiting efforts for intern and new grad software engineering roles. She also runs their summer intern program in support with their engineering operations team. Mazin has been at DoorDash since early 2017 and is located in their headquarters in San Francisco. What makes her most excited about working with early career candidates is that they have tremendous passion and excitement about the teams they join and are never afraid to jump in and start making an impact. Madison, thanks so much for taking the time and joining the show today. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. So you're here to represent DoorDash, but first I want to delve a little bit deeper into your background and journey. What has your journey really been like into early talent to get you where you are today at DoorDash? Yeah, so my first, I guess we'll back up a little bit into kind of my first job post-college. I actually started in the recruiting coordinator space. Um, so I was recruiting coordinator, um, contract, um, for a larger tech company, um, for, um, a little under a year. Um, but I was really looking to find somewhere more permanent. So, um, hopped over to DoorDash, um, and started my journey, um, as a recruiting coordinator here. Um, very quickly, I realized that no one was really focusing on, um, kind of the early in career, um, university space. Um, and so I kind of just volunteered to help out where I could. Um, it started with me running the back end logistics. So registering for career fairs, um, coordinating the swag for those events. Um, and, you know, kind of, again, not really the recruiting side of that. Um, flash forward about a year from that um, is really when I started jumping into just taking on um not only the recruiting coordination side of it, but also um, the sourcing and closing side of it, Um, primarily focusing on intern roles, um, software engineering specifically. Um, So, and then from there, it really grew into me running the internship program. Um, That kind of just started by me, um, you know, saying something, being like, hey, shouldn't we have like programming for these interns? Um, So I guess you could say our first intern program was um, about three summers ago. There was seven interns um, and it was really just me throwing together events for the last minute, no real strategy or plan. And it's kind of just grown from there. Um, So now we are, um, you know, recruiting pretty heavily on the software engineering side and looking to expand into our core business side um, this year. So I'm excited to kind of transition and and go even further into my university experience with MBA and also um, more general and administrative type roles. That's so great. And would you say that you fall into the fact that you just kind of ended up in recruiting? Did you always know that you wanted to go into recruiting when you were an undergrad? Um, so I definitely would say I lean towards the ending up here. Um, my, in college, I was actually a graphic communication major. So um, it's a very hybrid of a role that is print, um, as well as design management. Um, actually, fun fact, uh, in, while in college, I 
printed by school's newspaper. So very different um, than recruiting. Um, but my concentration was management. And so I did take a lot of business, HR, um, as well as like entrepreneurial type classes. So I knew I had an interest in it. Also my side hustle, um, I'm a photographer. And so I knew that if I wanted to make photography my full-time job in the future, I really needed to understand how a business worked um, and specifically around how you operate your employees. Um, and so I thought that recruiting would be a great start for that. Um, I also kind of started in the recruiting coordinator space um, versus straight to recruiter because I, I, I love organizing things. I'm very quick to looking at people's calendars. And so that just felt like a natural like fit there. Um, but definitely no, I, I didn't ever really think I would end up here. Um, but, but, but what has been cool about my experience at DoorDash is that they've really allowed me to utilize my kind of creative side. Um, so I've helped with a lot of our recruiting brand. Um, I actually design all of our own swag for any early and career events that we have. Um, my biggest and probably most proudest accomplishment was um, I got to design our Grace Hopper booth for the past couple of years. And so um, I really run with that and, and been able to access that creative side, but also again, focus on the recruiting side as well. So it's been a, a very good blend for me, um, which has been nice. It's so great to hear that DoorDash really kind of lets you take the bull by the horns and do with a position as you see best fit and be creative and bring your authenticity to the role and let it shape the structure and really the program and experience and candidate experience that you all are delivering when you're making those first interactions with current students, recent grads and talking to them about DoorDash and all of the opportunities that you all have in there? Has it helped you to go from the coordinator position to the sourcing and more programmatic side of things so that you know kind of the full end spectrum of what that candidate experience is like? I would say that being a recruiting coordinator definitely helped. Um, you know, the biggest thing it helps me, especially joining DoorDash as early as I did join. Um, it, we were a smaller software engineering team at the time, and it really allowed me to create those relationships with the engineers who were ultimately going to be helping me recruit um, on campus or at events. And so from that sense, I would say that it helped me. But when I look at recruiting in general, I would say that there's a there's the stigma around you need to jump from recruiting coordinator to sourcer to recruiter, but that's actually not the case. Each role requires very different skill sets. Um, so sourcing, for instance, you're a lot of heads down work in LinkedIn recruiter, um, being that first point of contact and really selling, you know, passive candidates as to why they should consider your company. Um, but when you look at recruiting, it's a lot of closing and, you know, selling the candidate on why they should be taking the offer um, and being that kind of like final, final contact with the candidate. So definitely requires many different skills. And again, while I started in recruiting coordination, I don't think that there's like one linear path um, to become a recruiter or a sourcer. Um, I, I've also seen it go the other way where someone was in sourcing, but they were like, hey, you know what? I'm really good at scheduling. I'm really fast and I love being the ambassador to my company. And I've seen them kind of switch between like sourcer to recruiting coordinator too. So, so I would say, yes, it did. Um, but also it's not the only way and not the only path you can take. 
but I love that. And I think that that speaks directly from a student's perspective is to, there's no one way or one path in undergrad or postgrad that you have to follow. Your journey can be your own and it's really up to you as, as the candidate to craft your journey and take advantage of it and be purposeful in how you want to go about honestly really creating your own candidate journey and experience through different companies and students are, are sitting here now thinking about navigating the job market, so to speak. And it's a little bit different, obviously, in a virtual setting than what many of them may have been used to. I'd love for any advice or, or opinions that you have for students listening as to how do they navigate this job market to really succeed and, and excel to get in front of companies, regardless of where they go to school or, or who they know? Of course. Well, my first tip would be to breathe. Um, it's going to be okay. I know this isn't what you thought it was going to be. Um, and trust me, companies are still trying to navigate what this upcoming fall recruiting season looks like. So just breathe. Um, and really, you know, if anything, I think it leads into sitting down and and understanding what your main motivators are. You know, do you want to be in a larger tech environment where there's many people on your team and, um, you know, you're working on um, a very specific smaller project? Or are you interested in being in a tech startup where your team is like five people and you're doing, you're wearing a lot of hats, you're doing a lot of different things and really starting to, again, find those motivators and, and what is really your passion. And from there, start targeting companies that align with your motivations. It could be anything from they work with this specific tech stack, or it could be, you know what, they participate in these um, social activities. And I really like that. So I think it's, it's scary, but at the same time, you also got this, like you are the expert in your experience and, and what you've done and where you want to go. And I think Finding your main motivators and then finding companies that align with those motivators would be my biggest advice. Um, I would recommend, you know, not just sending your resume out into like 50 different companies with no real strategy. I think that any, like anything in life and in, in anything you do in your career, there has to be a strategy and it really comes down to understanding what you're looking for. I think your motivators are so key and students can utilize internships and so many different resources to be purposeful in their their outreach and not just spray and pray the resume and hope that someone gets back knowing that everyone is doing and applying to the same roles at the end of the day but those motivators are so key and can be found in the company mission and values on the website on the careers page you name it there's so much information out there for students to be able to find those motivators and i love that advice. Now we'll flip the script here and you're here to obviously represent DoorDash. So for those who haven't heard of DoorDash, could you give an overview as to kind of who is DoorDash? Yeah. So I think on the surface, DoorDash seems like a pretty straightforward business to most folks. Um, you know, most people mainly know of us within the, our marketplace app. So, um, you know, we connect people ordering food through our marketplace from restaurants um, and connect them with dashers who ultimately, you know, deliver those orders. Um, but it actually takes a lot of technology on the back end to make it to make it work. So, you know, 
someone, when they order food on an app, it goes to our platform, gets sent to the restaurant. And then from there, we have to figure out the best way to connect that order to the correct dasher and then find the most optimal route for that dasher to deliver that order. Um, you know, oftentimes our platform uses geolocation and it must come up with like these reasonable um, ETAs to make sure that these logistics work. Um, you know, if we get it wrong on our end, you know, people are going to be happy. So from that stance, we really have a lot going on the behind the scenes. So we have, you know, database engineers building infrastructure to transmit the orders. Um, we have machine learning engineers building models that predict how many people will be placing orders at any given time in the city. And then we also have mobile and web engineers building features for our apps that make it easy for customers to find the food in the restaurant that they want. So, um, and it even goes beyond that. You know, we have uh, our product called DoorDash Drive where we're white labeling our service where, um, you know, can, Merchants can have their goods delivered, but it's not through a marketplace app. So think like retail or grocery. Madison, with a company that's growing so rapidly out West, what does that company culture look like? Maybe what's your favorite part of being a part of the DoorDash team? So I would say my favorite part is the people, which I feel like is a pretty cliche answer, but the people are are really my favorite part of DoorDash. We all bring something so valuable to the table. Um, we actually have a value at DoorDash that is make room at the table and think outside the room. And we're constantly trying to make sure that our teams are the best that they can be and are really striving for success at DoorDash. Um, everyone I've interacted with here has really been so amazing and has honestly kept me around for you know almost four years now. So I would say the people for sure. It's so great to hear. And, and as we know, students especially are they're looking beyond the job description and benefits and looking really at the the company as a whole and what are the opportunities and how can they bring them their whole selves to the workplace, whether it's at home or or in person. And great to hear that DoorDash promotes that and, and really is all about students bringing bringing what they have to the table and their brand and, and bringing their asset. And if a student is listening and it's like, awesome, I love this. I want to, and I'm interested in working at DoorDash. What does that recruitment or application process look like? And what advice would you have the students when they're applying to a, a DoorDash internship? It really varies per team. Um, I would say our biggest opportunities that we have available right now are going to be software engineering. Um, but regardless of what team you're interviewing for or applying to, um, ultimately the process is going to be um, some sort of intro call with a recruiter or a hiring manager. Um, from there, there will likely be a take-home exercise. Um, and then after that, we'll lead into on-site rounds. Um, Again, varies per team. I've seen them be one to two. I've seen them be three. Um, varies per role. Um, in terms of tips and advice I have to applying to any role at DoorDash would really be take a look at that job description. Look at the skills and competencies um, that are necessary for the role and really cater your resume to show exactly how you have those skills and how you could even add value um, from there. Um, that's really my biggest advice. Um, it's, and then it, even going into, you know, um, your cover letter, or I know we have some questions, 
um, within our application and making sure you take the time to fill those out um, and think very deeply about those answers that, that you're providing. It's so important to be purposeful in your application and, and know exactly what the role entails. So when you go into that first conversation with you, Madison, that the candidate, the student knows what you're looking for and that they have those skills and be able to portray to you why they have those skills and how they can utilize those skills to fulfill the job description and role that you all are, are looking for. And I know you mentioned, but could you go into kind of like, what's the, the scope of the program? Is it primarily software development? It's, is it expanding into to other non-tech roles? Yeah, so at this point, we've really been focusing on software engineering. So we have intern opportunities as well as early career opportunities. Um, our intern role usually focuses on folks who have at least one year left of school. Um, and then our new grad early in career role focuses on people who are able to start in the spring or summertime. So currently right now we're focusing on a, our 2021 cohorts. Um, and from there, um, we really are looking for interns to join our product engineering teams. So um, we're looking for folks who have an interest in general software engineering, so backend or full stack work. In terms of locations, we are currently still remote as a company. So, um, and, and this will likely, we will likely remain remote at this point through the end of June. Um, but, but from there, the expectation is for full-time early career new grads to be able to come back into the office. So in terms of locations, we have um, San Francisco, we have Mountain View, we have our New York office, um, and those are kind of the main three locations that we see our new grads going to um, because that's where a lot of our product teams sit. As a student, the more touch points that you can have with an employee that's hiring or recruiting at a company can just increase your chances ever more so to hopefully one day being considered for a position at that company. And if a student, Madison, is fortunate enough to be able to land an internship at DoorDash, what can they expect when they're interning at DoorDash? So our intern program is usually around 12 weeks. Um, we have a few different cohort start dates, um, usually a couple in early to mid-May, um, and then we'll also have one in June. Um, and so from there, you'll, you'll go through normal onboarding like any other employee at DoorDash. Um, you know, obviously a high level overview of the DoorDash teams and, um, you know, basic uh, like HR and IT onboarding as well. Um, and then from there, you'll really be immersed into your teams. Um, on the software engineer side of things, um, and we encourage this on teams outside of software engineering too, um, but it's not, not always necessarily the case, um, but we usually have at least one mentor and one manager per intern. Um, so from there, you have you know when you're starting that you have two touch points with on your within your team um and they really help build out your your plan for the next 12 weeks um on the software engineering side of things we have a couple calibration dates so um, we take a look at performance um around the mid six week and then also again around the final 12 week um you know we're really looking for folks that we want to come back full time and um seeing if they meet the level that we need for for entry level for software engineers um this isn't always necessarily the case on teams outside of um 
outside of engineering, but if there aren't any other full-time opportunities available post-internship, it will be clearly communicated to you in the very beginning of the process. And as you've been with the program, as it's developed and grown, as the company has developed and grown as well, I'm sure that the structure is has become more solidified. And what are you hoping, Madison, that at the end of a DoorDash internship that a student takes away when their internship at DoorDash is all said and done? What are you hoping that they, they leave the internship with? Um, this is something that I think about constantly. Um, I not only want them to be able to feel like they were themselves and were able to be their true authentic self during their time at DoorDash, I also want them to have gained so many new skills um, and, and really developed um, and, and can, can leave saying, you know what, I learned so much this summer at DoorDash and I gained valuable skills. They're gonna help me moving forward no matter where my career goes. Um, so that's really what I'm looking for. It's been so great talking, Madison, and learning about DoorDash, the company and your program and the experience that you all are delivering. And great to hear that you specifically have the student's end goal in mind when developing and running the programmatic aspects of the program, because at the end of the day, that is so important for the experience to be delivered in a meaningful capacity that's going to truly deliver some tangible takeaways, hopefully, for a student that's interning at DoorDash at the end. Is there anything else or closing remarks that you would want to leave listeners with about the program, what they can expect, or just the company in general? Yeah, so for me, there's kind of two things I want to hit on. On the DoorDash sides of things, um, we are actively uh, interviewing and reviewing applications right now, and our applications will close at the end of October. So we encourage you to apply as soon as you can. Um, and then from a more personal level, um, I can't imagine what you're going through as a student right now. It must be so scary. You're not only doing remote learning, but learning how to navigate the workplace remotely as well. Um, and my best advice would be to give it all that you have and really focus on companies that you want to learn and grow from and put your energy into that search. And then on the flip side, when you do nail your full-time job or your internship, give everything you have into that as well. Remote learning, remote working can seem hard, but if you really focus your energy and time on making the learning and growing happen for yourself, then I guarantee you that, you know, it will come back and reward you in the end. What a great time speaking with Madison from DoorDash, who shared their internship program expectations how to stand out when applying to the program, and why DoorDash is a great place to work. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to leave a rating or review about the show. This episode is brought to you by Scholars. Scholars amplifies top employer brands to an audience of diverse students from across the country through curated podcasts, blogs, newsletters, and more. Make sure to tune in next time to the internship show. Have a great day.